0: May only your word be spoken, O Lord. May only your word be heard. Amen. Thinking about the raising of Lazarus from the dead got me thinking about death and our fear of death. And that got me thinking about Star Wars. (laughs) To be fair, most things do. But the fear of death is a recurring theme in the Star Wars saga. In Star Wars, there's something called the Force, an almost divine-like force that some people can use and tap into to perform great feats and do great good. And there are others who can tap into the Force, but use it selfishly. The way they use the Force is called the Dark Side. And through the Dark Side, they bring about great evil. The tragic hero of Star Wars, Anakin, is one of these good force users, but he is particularly afraid of death and afraid of the death of those he loves. So when he receives a vision of his wife dying, he's terrified and he seeks the advice of the wise old master Yoda. Anakin explains this vision of death and Yoda says, careful you must be Anakin when sensing the future. The fear of loss is a path to the dark side. I won't let my visions come true, Master Yoda. Rejoice for those who transform into the Force. Mourn them do not. Miss them do not. Attachment leads to jealousy. The shadow of greed, that is. What must I do, Master Yoda? Train yourself to let go of everything you're afraid to lose. Which I think I can... Stop preaching now because kind of a lifelong goal doing Yoda in the pulpit done. But train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose, Yoda said. And sadly, Anakin didn't really take Yoda's advice. If he had, the movies would have been over. But through his fear of death and loss, Anakin ended up acquiring great power through the dark side of the force and became an embodiment of evil. The infamous Darth Vader. Anakin was unwilling to face the tomb for his life and the lives of those he loved. So he became and brought about the very thing that he feared. Now, most of us are not going to become an embodiment of evil because of our fears And yet, Yoda's advice still holds true. Train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose. Jesus said something similar in his teachings about not worrying and in his teachings about our lives and losing our lives. Don't worry about what you will eat or what you will wear, Jesus taught. Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring worries of its own. Today's trouble is enough for today. Worrying, he taught, won't change anything or help you in any way, but it will make you afraid and miserable. Closely tied to not worrying was Jesus' teaching about our lives. He taught us to let go of that which we fear to lose. For those of you who want to save your life will lose it, Jesus said, and those who lose their lives for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. How much of our time is spent, like Anakin, sensing the future, worrying about some possible future catastrophe? How much of our resources are spent trying to stave off death? We fear, we worry, and we take actions that are guided by our fear and worry of death and loss. And those actions usually bring about greater death and loss. Jesus would prefer that we let go of that which we fear to lose and trust in him instead. That's what he showed us in raising Lazarus from the dead. When Lazarus was deathly ill, Mary and Martha sent for Jesus. And Jesus apparently had every intention of healing Lazarus, but only after he died first. Jesus waited around to let Lazarus die before he healed him. And he did so for two reasons. One. So that people could see that he, that God, had power even over death. And two, because it was very important to Jesus that people believe in him. So Jesus waited around till Lazarus was good and dead before deciding to go see him in Bethany. So that he, the son of God, would be glorified through Lazarus' death and being raised from the dead. See, just before this story, Jesus had been in Jerusalem, and He had given sight to a man who had been born blind. And that miracle was so great that no one had ever even heard of anything like that happening before. But there were many there who didn't see the miracle. They didn't see what Jesus did, and so they did not believe that Jesus had actually healed this man. And many of these people even tried to kill Jesus later for saying that he was God's son. So Jesus left Jerusalem and went away across the Jordan River and then received word that Lazarus was sick. So he went back to Bethany, which was very close to Jerusalem Lazarus was already dead, and many Jews from Jerusalem were there mourning with Martha and Mary. Now, to be fair, we don't know if these were the same people who had come from Jerusalem, if these were the same people who had tried to kill Jesus, but they were from the same place where those doubts and death threats had come. In fact, Jesus' disciples were afraid of going near to Jerusalem, believing they were going to be killed. Because last time they were there, there was some attempted murder going on. So Jesus returned to Bethany to show people from Jerusalem not merely a healing, but to show them that He had power to raise the dead back to life. Jesus wanted these people to believe in Him. It was important enough to Jesus that people believe in Him. In fact, that He waited for Lazarus to die. And risked being killed himself in order to show that he truly was God's son. And those who saw, believed. So why was it so important to Jesus that people believe in him? Because Jesus wanted to heal them too. And believing in him was the healing they needed. They needed to believe in him who is the light and life of all creation. They needed to believe in his power over death. They needed to believe that his teachings were true and that they could let go of that which they feared to lose and trust in him. Jesus wanted them and us to believe in him because Jesus knows what our worries and our fears bring us when we follow after the ways of our worries and fears. Ultimately, our worries and fears bring us to the dark side, to Darth Vader. Consider when we don't trust in Jesus and follow in his teachings, times when we have been hurt and we don't let go of that hurt. We don't forgive and we cause greater strife. Times when because of our hurt and our perceived rightness in our hurt, we retaliate and cause further harm. Consider how much suffering is caused by our epic battle with death. How many are killed in the name of safety and security for another? Consider how much suffering is caused by our battles with death of all kind, physical, emotional, relational, death of goals, death of dreams, etc. How often do we strive to stave off death at all costs? rather than accepting death and trusting our lives and deaths with Jesus. Trusting in Jesus, believing in him, means letting go of that which we fear to lose. Trusting in Jesus means being willing to face the tomb. Trusting in resurrection in Jesus' power over death. And that's a lot of trust because even trusting in resurrection, we don't know what's going to happen. Trusting in Jesus, we need to let go of that which we fear to lose and accept death in order to be transformed. A couple that I know and gave some counseling to was limping along in their marriage, basically on life support. Their marriage was dead. But neither was willing to face that truth. And finally, one did. But rather than simply say, "Okay, let's get divorced. This person said plainly what their marriage had become. And did raise divorce as a possibility. And that was a bit of shock to the other. So together, they began looking into the tomb in which their marriage had gone. They looked at what was causing the death of their marriage. They looked at what each of them was afraid to lose. What each of them had to place into the tomb in order for their marriage to survive. And they worked together. And they both allowed some things to die. Some of their dreams of what they wanted their lives to be died. Some of their visions of what they thought their marriage should be died. And through those deaths, they found new life. Through their willingness to enter the tomb, their marriage was transformed. And they found new life, resurrection, by letting go of that which they feared to lose and entering the tomb. So what Jesus ultimately wants for us is Transformation. That is why it is so important to him that we listen to him and believe in him. Jesus wants us to be transformed into light and life and will never be transformed if we aren't willing to let go of that which we fear to lose and walk into the tomb. However, if we trust in Jesus and believe in him, then we can accept and face our deaths, we can enter the tomb and be transformed.